The Houston Astros find themselves in an 0-2 hole as they take a day off, but they head to Arlington. Can they turn things around on the road? We're going to talk about it on this edition of Locked on Astros. And we are locked on Houston Astros. We're your daily Astros podcast. I'm H-Town Wheelhouse. You can find me at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and X. You can find me at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and X. Always positive, always Stros. You can find the show at Locked on Astros on YouTube, on X, on TikTok. I mean, anywhere you can find social media, you probably can find Locked on Astros. I'm here flying solo tonight. Eric Man Heisman was at the game and had some prior obligations, so he will definitely be back tomorrow night as we preview game three on the road. Hopefully the Astros become road warriors and they do what they know what they are supposed to do on the road. But look, this was a game. This was a game that really shifted. Um, it was never out of the Astros' reach, even after that brutal first half inning by um, Framber Valdez. But what I want to do tonight on the show is something I usually don't do: is I want to go through the events of the game and then work from there um, and go back over it. I, I just want to go back and I want to talk this through because for me, this is what we're going to look at: Framber faltering. Jordan Alvarez putting the team on his back. The offense scoring runs but coming up short and going down 0-2 on the road, what does that mean? And a key thing, the relief pitchers with zero earned runs in both games. And you know what? My principal just sent me a picture of him and all his Rangers gear. So he told me I could wear jeans tomorrow if I wore my Rangers jersey. I think I'll wear my Blue Jays jersey and on the back, put the word punchy on there. Maybe I can troll him a little bit, but I'm getting the love. I, I'm suddenly getting text messages from people in the DFW area that I haven't talked to in, like, in person in several years, but it's okay. Look, those are things you have to find to laugh at because this was an absolute tough loss. There are some big disappointments in this game. Let's, let's start out with the negative. Jose Abreu. 0 for 3. He did have a walk late in the game. Jeremy Pena, 0 for 4. Um, Kyle Tucker, 0 for 4. Jose Altuve, 0 for 5. And then, you know, poor Diaz. I'm sorry, 0 for 3. I, I just, I almost don't blame Diaz just because, gosh, he just hasn't had opportunities. You know what? Look, let me stick to my game plan. And I see y'all's comments. I will get those up when I can. But at the top of the first, Robbie Grossman reaches on a fielding error from Framber Valdez, a ball that he should have never picked up and thrown. And it makes you wonder, does he, if he does not make that throw, do the Rangers put up more than two runs in that inning? Um, it was at that point one to nothing. 
and then you had um let me let me just go through this let me let me go through all of these so marcus simeon leads off singling okay Corey singer Corey seager singles that's when robbie grossman gets on with the era error and you have a run score adolis garcia singles two runs okay mitch garver singles three runs Jonah Heim strikes out. You're like, okay, we got one out. Nathaniel Lowe singles. Notice they're not hitting the ball out of the ballpark. Four to nothing. Josh Jung strikes out. Yes, two outs. Leody Tavares, three outs. The Astros are down four to nothing going into the first inning, the, the, the last half of the first inning. And then Altuve flies out. Bregman grounds out. And Tucker lines out. I'm going to stop right there. Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker is scrapping and probably playing his worst offensive game that he's played his entire life. They did show his numbers in the like the first half of the season, second half of the season, and he did taper off quite a bit. Um, and his, I mean, it's just, it's bad. He's two for 22 with one RBI, .91 average, a three thirty six OPS. Can you imagine if Kyle Tucker even gets on base twice with the walk? Then you're looking at a six to five win by the Houston Astros. Actually, yeah. So, no. Yeah. You're looking at a six to five win because you get a two run homer from Alvarez both times if Tucker gets on base. And so we go into the second inning. There's not a whole lot there, but the Astros put one on there. What do they do? Jordan Alvarez gets up and hits a home run. So it's four to one. You're like, okay, four to one, not bad. Third inning, the Rangers add a run. Jonah Heim, home run. Framber Valdez, I don't know if he was tipping pitches. I don't know what his deal is, but he, whatever he used to do to get back in sync mentally, he's not doing. Um, I couldn't pick anything apart on his motion. Of course, I don't have all the technology they have, but there had to be a hitch in something he was doing. He either was tipping pitches. They either, I mean, they could have had an excellent game plan. But after those five runs, the water shut off. The water was completely shut off. They didn't do anything. And I just could not believe that, okay, we're we're down five to one. We can do this. Then we add a run in the fourth inning. Another home run. The first two runs, two hits, two solo shots. Again, nobody on base. This team was 0 for 6 with runners in scoring position. If you go two for six with runners in scoring position, you win the game. If you go one for six with runners in scoring position, you tie the game. And this team, it is so weird, and I have no idea what is going on with the being able to not win at home. 40 and 45 now at home. No team has made it to the World Series with a home losing record. If the Astros suddenly turn it on and turn it around and go on the road, and let's say they go up, let's say they win the next three games, which I don't know if that's possible right now, but let's say they do. Let's say they're road warriors. Let's say they do Astros things 
at Globe Life Field. They know how to hit there. They know how to play there. They're not intimidated by the moment. They're not scared. They go up, and let's say they go up 3-2. How confident are you with the Astros coming back home for game six and seven? I can't say that I have a whole lot of confidence with them playing at home, even with a 3-2 lead. Now, the chances are in your favor because you've got two shots at it. But it is, it it's... It's really the worst case scenario coming out. You, you want to at least split. You know the other teams in there, they're good. You, you you take a split all day, every day. You take that split. They took the split in the 2022 World Series. They took that split against the Yankees in 2019. So you go down 0-2, and does, is this the spark to get the fire started? Is is Are the Jordan home runs, is the Bregman home run, is that something they can build off of? I don't know because Tucker is not even batting 100 right now. Maldonado looks to be a better option than Kyle Tucker at the plate. I, I'm just saying, like, that's how bad Tucker is. And and I can't figure it out with Kyle Tucker because I don't know if his swing mechanics are off, but he is missing everything. He's popping everything up. He's under everything. And, gosh, um, Jordan Alvarez versus versus Nathan Evaldi. He's like nine for 12 with like four or five home runs. Just unreal. He tied Giancarlo Stanton for the most home runs in a five-game stretch with six. I just, what is, go, what is going on with this guy? Jordan Alvarez is an absolute android. And look, um, I just want to let you know that this episode is actually, it's actually brought to you by Bird Dogs. And in the next segment, I want to talk to you about the offense coming up short and what it means the Astros going down 0-2. So let's talk about Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs, they are amazing shorts. These, I've got shorts. I've got Bird Dog joggers, and I absolutely love them. Look, I even have this really cool Bird Dogs hat. They had a promotion going at one time where I got this hat with the shorts that I got. There's also a water bottle option right now. Um, really, really cool stuff. And what I love about Bird Dogs is they give you a truly sculpted look. They help you look fit and slimmer through the thigh. They will literally say, "Are you? did you do leg day today? And you're like, not really. I'm just wearing my Bird Dogs. They basically have the same exact um, type of fit and wear that Lululemon does, but they're even better quality. They have invented this cloud knit fabric that looks like khaki, but it stretches to give you a way slimmer fit and you don't have to sacrifice the movement. Bird Dog uses the anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. So you go to birddogs.com, use a promo code locked on MLB. You will get a free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order. That's right. So that's birddogs.com slash locked on MLB for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise. And this episode is brought to you by, look, SiriusXM as well. Because if you listen to the Astros play on Wednesday, you can listen to game three of the ALCS at 7.03 p.m. You catch all the hometown play calls on Sirius XM. Go to the SXM app, search Astros. Look, I want to thank you all for hanging out. I'm H. John Wellhouse with Locked on Astros. we got a lot of people that are new to our channel or have started coming around since the playoffs got here. We want to welcome you in. Please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button. If you're on Apple Podcasts and you check us out, 
please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That goes a long way for us, and it helps us big time. We literally have hit our goal. Like last year, 1.3 million downloads. This year, this month, at the beginning of the month, we hit 1.3 million, and we're continuing to grow. We're continuing to climb because you guys and girls make us happy. So thank you so much for um, – you know, tuning in to Locked On Astros. Um, so thank you so much. And it looks like we got some trolls here. So just know that if you put stuff up that's inappropriate, you will get banned. There is no doubt about that. So thank you all for joining in the show. But if you're inappropriate, I will kick you right out of here. As sure as I can say the word it, you're gone. So thank you so much for hanging out. Um, so here you go. One more. Man, I I need a moderator tonight. This is ridiculous. Um, so let's get back on track, all right? The offense comes up short. They scored four runs tonight. They could have scored seven or eight. They could have scored nine, but they scored four. Nathan Eovaldi was susceptible to the long ball. We saw that. Gave up the three home runs. Uh, I, I'm sorry, gave up two home runs. Um, and then you had, no, yeah, Okay, two home runs, one to Bregman, one to Jordan. The third home run was off of Chapman. Look, when Chapman comes in, we love it here in Houston because we absolutely own that guy. And I know the night before he did his he did a good job, but he he sent that ball right over the plate. Well, not over the plate, over the extended part of the plate where Jordan was able to get his hands extended and the bat to the ball and crush that ball to right field. It was a beautiful shot. Um so what's the problem here? The Astros go down 0-2. You know what the problem is? It's our starting pitching. And it's hard for me to say that because Justin Verlander's performance was not terrible. He only gave up two runs. But is it the starting pitching? It could be the offense as well, folks. But I will say this. I know one thing it's not. It's not our relief pitchers. Our relief pitchers haven't allowed a single run in these first two games. They have a zero ERA. When our starter goes out, our relief pitchers step up. So I'm wondering, in game three, this might be a wild idea, but you're down 0-2. Why are we going to start Christian Javier? Can't we just start at a bullpen game, bring in Christian Javier in the fifth? I mean, why are we going to put a starter in there? I mean, why? Throw a bullpen game. I mean, do something different. I just, the offense came up short. Diaz finally got to pinch it in the fifth inning. Well, that's great. But how many times in the past has Diaz pinch hit in a key game? And just the day before, Dusty Baker said it was too early to pitch pinch hit for him in the fourth or the fifth. Now, that's probably because Justin Verlander wasn't out of the game, and I get that. And you don't typically pull a catcher, a starting catcher, midway through when your starting pitcher is dealing. You don't necessarily make that change. But I really think like Diaz is getting a lot of flack. He yeah, he's 0 for 9. He he's batting zero in the playoffs. But between now and go back like four weeks, how much has he had an opportunity to do these things? Why hasn't Diaz been the guy come fifth inning on if a starter's out? to come in and replace Maldonado and be in that situation more times than not. Because in the playoffs, the pitching gets better. In the playoffs, 
the plan gets more strategic. And I just think that they have really set Diaz up for a very tough position here to not succeed. And a, a lot of baseball, you know this, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir here. Baseball is all about getting past mistakes, getting over failures, and picking yourself up. I, I just, when Diaz was in there, I was really praying that he did something. But he just, He's not, I don't think he's ready for the moment. He hasn't been properly prepared. He's been prepared to sit for two weeks. And yes, he played more in the second half, but he hasn't. I just, when you put a guy in an unfamiliar situation without a lot of experience and you had opportunities throughout the year to put this young man in that role, to me, it almost seems like manager managerial malpractice. And I'm not I'm not blaming Dusty for this loss, but I'm just saying in a chain of events, starting from the beginning till now, you have to look at how these things in the past affect you now, the cause and the effect of things. And we've always wanted Diaz to catch more, and we understand why Maldonado's is is the starter. And I don't want to harp on that too much, but Frember Valdez he has an obligation and a duty to himself and this team to go out. They do a whole montage on Valdez about his La Grasa and his, his swag and his style. And then he goes out and just throws batting practice. So this isn't on Diaz. This isn't on one player. This isn't even on Valdez, y'all. This is on an offense that wasn't able to pick up their pitcher. The relief pitchers are not complicit in either one of these losses, the relief pitchers, we're going to court and we're trying to find out who's guilty. The relief pitchers, they don't even come to court. They're sitting at home. They're not guilty. <laughs> and, and even, you can't even say that Justin Verlander's guilty for game one. He only gave up two runs. What will they do? How will this team respond being down 0-2? Look, you got to tip your hat to the Rangers. You got to tip your hat to the Rangers. Yeah, I'll get to Chaz here in a second. They've, they're hot. They haven't lost a game in the playoffs. Their run in the playoffs this year is mimicking what we did last year. You remember how everything was clicking? You know, I mean, they win the first game two to nothing. Their offense didn't explode. They scored five runs today. Their offense wasn't explosive. They scored four runs off of five hits, and they were singles in the first inning. They got a triple. Leoto Tavares got a triple and didn't even score. They did get a home run, but it was a solo shot. It wasn't like they beat us 15-5. to five, You know what I'm saying? So both winnable games, and that's what I think is most frustrating about it. But I've got to tell you um, another sponsor that we have on the show and we love talking about them. Let's talk about FanDuel. And after that, we are going to talk about Chas McCormick and the relief pitchers. Well, October baseball is here, ladies and gentlemen. And you can make your postseason debut with FanDuel if you haven't done it. It's America's number one sports book. Join FanDuel today and you'll get started with $200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Your first $5 bet. 
whether you win or lose. They don't wait to see if you, oh, look, you won. Good job. You get it. You lost. Now you don't get it. No. You get $200 of bonus bets just for placing that $5 bet. So this is cool. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to create your own account. Then you can get in on the action from the first pitch until the final out. You can bet on everything from strikeouts to home runs to who will win the game. And if you don't want to wait until the whole game is over to get the W, predict what will happen in the next at bat with quick bats. That's right. So head over to FanDuel.com slash locked on right now. Step up to the plate for this postseason with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Make every moment more with FanDuel official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. And this episode is also brought to you by Hooters. That's right. Why do you want to go to Hooters? Because Hooters makes you happy. Hooters has great specials every single day of the week. Monday, buy one, get one wings. Tuesday, $9.99 burgers and fries. Wednesday, buy one, get one boneless wings. Thursday, $19.99 wings and Big Daddy Bundle. Friday, $19.83 crab legs. And if you go to Pearland or NASA, they have karaoke after their Thursday night football games. It's not just baseball. It's football. It's basketball. It's any sport, UFC, and the world-famous Hooters girls. So go hang out where the guys at Locked on Astros like to hang out. If you tell them that we sent you, then they will give you a free basket of fried pickles. Why don't you check out Eric's favorite chicken tenders with karaoke and curly fries? My personal favorite, Honey Chipotle. Um, with fries, and that's what I love. What is your favorite? What do you like? What wings do you like? I like the smoked wings. I prefer those. So make sure that you head over to your local Hooters, whether you're in Humble, whether you're in Galveston, Katy, Pearland, Pasadena, NASA, Sugarland, Seabrook. I mean, anywhere in between, you can find a Hooters. Why? Because Hooters makes you happy. And please don't forget to, to listen to the Astros play the Rangers Wednesday in Game 3, the ALCS at 7.03 p.m. Catch all the hometown play calls on SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search Astros. All right. So I know I haven't been getting to y'all's questions tonight, but I just got a lot of things to get off my chest. So we talked about Framber faltering. We talked about Jordan putting the team on his back. Alex Bregman contributed tonight with the solo home run. I mean, gosh, in game one, I still can't get over the fact that if he hits that ball six feet to the left, it's a home run. It's a tie game. It totally changes the complexion of the entire series. Chaz McCormick tonight. Chaz McCormick was swinging at everything in the dirt. And when he, when he struck out the last at bat that he had, I literally said to my wife as we were watching the game, I said, Chaz is going to get three pitches down, and they're going to be breaking pitches. They're not going to give him anything in the zone. And he swung at all three. Oh, yeah, trust me, Wallace, if and buts. Like, we can say would have, should have, could have. But the bottom line is the Astros just didn't. But I'm going to keep telling you guys and girls what I've been telling you the entire season, okay? If there's any team that is down 0-2, where I'm genuinely not nervous about the Astros' chances going forward, and it doesn't mean it's a guarantee, I think the Astros are going to be fine on the road. Yeah, they ha- well, they, had, they didn't have the best record. They had, the I think, the second or third best record. I believe the Orioles and the Braves, who are not either one of them in the playoffs, neither one of those guys are in the playoffs, 
they had great home records and the Orioles couldn't even win on the road in the playoffs. We did fine in Minnesota. So that's funny. Tony says, I'm not buying it. <laughs> we got Rangers fans in here, Rangers and five. Um, look, let me just take a second to thank the Rangers fans for stopping by and upping our views. We appreciate it. We hope that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give us a like every time you watch. And we absolutely love, no matter what team you're a fan of, stop by and hang out with Locked on Astros. Myself and Eric Heisman are always here. But here's the deal. Um, am I saying it's the most likely scenario? No. But if you were to pick any team out of the 30 teams that can, that can do it on the road, that have proven to beat this team on the road, it would be the Houston Astros. So we've got to really hope they take it one game at a time. And you've like literally game three. I mean, obviously everything's a must win at this point. You win game three, you knock out Scherzer early, you get to the bullpen game for the Rangers and the Astros. Are they going to, is, is Javier? I don't know if he's been tabbed as the game three starter yet, or if they've made any announcements because I haven't seen any updates right now, but if well, Javier is the starter right now, so I guess they're going to pitch him. And I kind of opined at the early part of the show, why don't they just go with the bullpen game, just put Javier in the back end? I don't know who you would start. I don't know Brian Abreu, but some do something different because our starters just seem to give up early leads. Now, the unknown going into this is, number one, you know what you have in Max Scherzer for the Rangers. You know he's a proven playoff bet. He's got the nerves of steel. He's got the different colored eyes. He's got the, you know, he's Mad Max. But he also has not pitched in a live game in some time. He pitched 60 pitches or 68 pitches in a simulated game. That is not the same thing as a playoff game. And when they asked him how he feels going in, he didn't really give them a straight answer. So I would much rather be facing a Max Scherzer in this situation than a Max Scherzer that, like, finished the season hot like Nathan Eovaldi did. So I don't think Scherzer poses as big of a threat as a lot of people say he is. At the same time, that doesn't mean that he's not good. That doesn't mean that he hasn't been nails in the postseason. I mean, he's beat the Astros in the World Series in the postseason. And so I get that. But I would much rather have this version of Max Scherzer than someone who's ramped up and he's stretched out and he's been out there for, you know, he's been going 90-plus pitches his last several starts, and he's ready to go. Who knows? It. I, I think the Astros have to set the tone. Look, the Rangers set the tone early, and it proved to be enough. The Astros had their chances. Bases loaded, no outs, complete failure. 0 for 6 with runners of scoring position, complete failure. You know who didn't fail? The relief pitchers. I still like our relief pitchers better than their relief pitchers, okay? Um, their relief pitchers have given up pretty much all the runs. Well, not all the runs, have have given up runs. Our relief pitchers have not. And so it's just, I think it's going to be a much bigger battle than what a lot of people think. I don't see the Astros getting swept. I don't see the Astros um, going down 0-3. And if they do, you can... You can come on here and comment and say say that I was wrong. But I know the character of this team on the road, and I've seen them play. I've seen them do really amazing things on the road. The last three games we played in Arlington, this, this team was absolutely 
went bonkers, 39 runs. So um, I know the Rangers are hoping that the Astros don't bring that kind of moxie. So you've got Javier versus Scherzer going in game three. Eric and I will do a full breakdown um, of game three and what to anticipate, possibly what the lineup's going to look like. Michael Brantley, to me, these are my closing thoughts. I think Michael Brantley needs to be in every single game from here on out. He better not sit another single game because he is an absolute game changer. And make sure you listen to the Astros play the Rangers Wednesday in game three of the ALCS at 7.03 p.m. Catch all the hometown play calls on Sirius XM. Go to the SXM app and Astros. Hey, thank you so much thank you for stopping by the show we appreciate everyone who visited those that love us even those that hate us you know you hate us because you ain't us and you know what we have seven straight alcs appearances you don't that's okay little brother you're having your your come up in these first couple games but you still have two more games to complete the astros are still going to fight And I promise you that no matter what happens to this team, win or lose, we are here for you every single day. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And as always, go Strokes.